Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Infinity and Beyond. Of course, today we are here to talk about Thor Love and Thunder, given by the title. And back on the show with me, I have Adia House. Roll the intro. Marvel Talk with Adia. I'm sure you already assumed this, but as always, this episode will contain spoilers for Thor Love and Thunder. If you've seen the film, please go watch it and come back. If you don't, that's on you, but spoilers are free game from here on out. Okay, starting off, let's give our initial thoughts on the film. Adia first, and then me. Okay, so when I was looking at the trailers, I'm a huge Thor fan, so immediately I was like, okay. The hugest Thor fan. Oh, yes, the hugest (laughs) Thor fan. Um, And I was, like, watching the trailers up to, like, the day before, and we went to see it uh, actually a week ago, last Friday, and I thought it it was amazing. My dad thought it was going to be, like, he's kind of a Marvel fan, so he thought it was going to be, like, eh. Not as um, good as lots of other Marvel movies, but it was it was like the right amount of cheesy, and like I I just loved it so much. I think this is one of my favorite Thor films. It was it was amazing, classic Thor adventure. A classic Thor adventure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I oh my gosh, I just I went into this film. Everybody raved about Ragnarok, and I thought it was fine. I didn't think it was bad. At I all, but I did not think it was ext- as extraordinary as everyone else thought it was. So I went into this movie being like, it's going to be good. I'm going to think about it like I thought about Ragnarok. It's going to be fine, but it's not going to be extraordinary. And then I went and watched it and blew all my expectations out of the water. My favorite Thor film, hands down. It was, it was so good. It was so good. And the graphics were great. And I loved the design for that, like God City and like, I don't know. Just it was the right amount of cheesy. It was really it probably takes the second place spot as my favorite Marvel film out of this year. First place is Shang-Chi because nothing's ever going to dethrone Shang-Chi. I never saw Shang-Chi. Oh, my gosh. Go watch Shang-Chi. Everybody go watch Shang-Chi. We'll talk about it on the podcast at some point. But oh, my gosh, it's a great movie. Um, But blew every expectation I had out of the water. It was a wonderful film. Okay. So my first question for this episode is what out of this film surprised you the most? So what were you not expecting? Um, well, there are a lot of things. Some things we might get into a little deeper later during the podcast. But um, I was very surprised in the beginning. And this is not even like a big thing, but his he, him, he rode um, Stormbreaker like a witch rides their broom and I just thought that was hilarious <laughs> I love that so much and I miss um Mjolnir I'm gonna butcher that word this entire um, You're, Mjolnir either huh? Mjolnir but, or Mjolnir it depends on how you want to pronounce it I think at least Mjolnir. you don't at least you don't call it I can't yeah, remember who a, called it that but <laughs> um but it's um I there I miss I miss me on here, but there are some new things Thor can do with Stormbreaker that he just couldn't do with his hammer. Like uh, ride yeah. it, like ride it. He can ride his hammer. For a while I, I was Taika, sad about Mjolnir, and then this movie made I me was. not sad about Mjolnir. I think Taika got the idea of riding 
um, Stormbreaker from in Ragnarok where he was asking Thor if he rode the hammer and then if the hammer rode him, which I thought was just hilarious. But I, I'm pretty sure I, I, I didn't even think about that. Idea. Wow. Yeah. Like that's he was talking about riding me on there and he was knowing Tyka's brain. He was probably like, oh, he can ride Stormbreaker like a, a witch rides their room. So He's like, whoa. That's what I really, that's what I really like about I Tyka loved at the beginning when the movie. alien king is like, um, so he's like, I'm so I'm sorry about your about your temple. I don't talk about the temple. It makes me sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. That was funny. Yeah. But what I was not expecting is Jane to die. I'm sorry, everyone. Full spoilers. It's your fault if you're still here. <laughs> um, but just that completely blew me away. But going off of that. Do you think Jane Foster's Mighty Thor is coming back from Valhalla? I personally don't believe it for a second that she's dead for good. You don't just introduce a character like that and then immediately kill them. But it still made me sad, regardless. It made okay, me sad. so here's the thing. They're going from the comics, specifically, they obviously added a yes, whole Yes, Jane had cancer in the comics. Jane becomes Thor. And then I don't know what happens after that. But She dies in that comic. And then she comes back. No. No, she oh. does not come back, or I don't know about further comics, but I know in that comic she is dead. Like she's dead. I think the very last post credit scene where she was talking to Heimdall in Valhalla was her. Um, it was just like a teaser, like to make people not as sad, like because ending on Jane Foster's death can make a lot of people sad. Personally, that's the thing, I though. Didn't like when when we got. I'm trying to think of a movie where somebody died that wasn't like Avengers Endgame, where it would it would be like cheap in the experience for them to have a post credit scene like that. But uh, we've never uh, uh, Quicksilver. 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 Like if we took Quicksilver as an example, and he wasn't really a super beloved character, but we don't I do a thing that. after he after like he died where like they're talking about funny stories or something like, or where he goes into the afterlife. I mean, we don't have a scene like that. Which makes me kind of think, which that would kind of not work for Quicksilver, but obviously, I mean, yes, but the way I look at it, I don't think, I do not think, um, they would put in a teaser with Jane in Valhalla unless she was gonna escape Valhalla, like leave Valhalla. Because I think what's cool is if a god dies, we never see a body. And the rule in the MCU, all the Marvel fans say it. Is that if you don't see a body, no one really dies. <laughs> so the only character that I think, the only god that has died in the MCU that I think is actually dead is Odin. Odin's not coming back. Um, Obviously, Odin's not. But coming Odin back. would want to stay in Valhalla. Is the thing. Yeah. So there's two. There's a couple things in that scene. We see Jane come through a portal, kind of like the Bifrost. And when Jane disappears in eternity, she goes and like sprinkles. She turns into dust particles, like pixie dust or whatever it is um which technically i guess would mean that she was a god because she died the way that yeah she died. died as a god would die that's the reason mm-hmm. she went to valhalla um but the way that works is she goes and sprinkles away like that there's a portal that clearly leads from earth to valhalla meaning it could lead back to earth there's going to be a whole bunch of things that don't make sense in that um that they're going to like explain she's not going to be able to just go back to the portal that easily but what I found interesting is that the fact that there's a portal, the fact that she disappeared in those dust particles and we never saw her body dead. And one more thing is that Heimdall gave her a choice. 
Heimdall said, you are welcome to join us in the temple of the gods over there. He did not say, come with me to the temple of the gods over there. He said, you are welcome to join us. I think, okay, so what I think is going to happen is maybe, maybe there will be a time when, um, when Jane is needed and they will send her back for a little while. But I think that I do not think she's going to go back to Valhalla. She's already been on earth. I don't think think you can just like flip, flip back and forth between the afterlife. Well, I mean, they've done a whole, they, MCU can get pretty creative and stuff. Plus, she technically is a god, so they can maybe send her back and not. Yes, I had a percent she's going to get sent back. I think it's going to happen. I think they might send her back for a little while, like in the final moments, maybe. But I feel like in the end, I don't really think she's going to. It's not going to be a Secret Wars thing. I don't think we're not going to see her again until Secret Wars and she comes back to life just. That's a good point. That. I mean, that is the easiest way to look at it, but I definitely don't think that's what's happening. If y'all don't know what we're talking about, we've talked, I've talked about this with Adia personally before. So it kind of, I feel like not the need to, I don't need to have, have the need to explain it, but the way it works is that in the comics, there's an event called secret wars during secret wars, dead fallen heroes come back to life to fight for secret wars. And then when secret wars is over, they're all dead again. So, um, but that means with that come with them coming back to life, that means there is technically a way where Jane Foster could come back. There is it is not. But you don't introduce a character now. that awesome. That was an amazing character introduction for Mighty Thor. That was, that and was I don't think you do that and then just say, Yeah, we're gonna kill her and she's never gonna come back. Like she's coming back. I mean, Taika did say that he he was he had made more movies with James. But that's he the thing, though. This is the thing more. that I believe. I think the, you text me that. I think the reason that Taika said that is because that was Taika's last Thor movie. I don't think. Wait, Taika's, you don't think Taika's gonna direct another Thor movie? No. I okay. Because Taika, if Taika made another Thor movie, to be honest, Taika has a very specific style. He and does. if Tyke, if Tyke directed another Marvel movie, maybe that would be good. But I think if Tyke goes and directs another Thor movie, Tyke's super distinct style is like, I think it just I gets bad old news at that for point. You, Jackson, what? Tyke and um, I saw a video the other day on YouTube, and Tyke and um, what's his? And Tyke and Chris Hemsworth are planning on making more Thor movies. It was them talking about, yeah, we definitely plan on making more Thor movies together. And I was That's like, the oh, thing, though. I think it's possible that they could, but I don't know if they would. And also, Taika could have just been saying that, number one, because he wanted to cover up that he knew more than he that he knew more than he wanted us to know. Or second option, that this next Thor movie he's going to make is one of his is even if it's not his last, even if it's one of his last Thor movies, um, it would say he would be like. Um, like if this is one of his last Thor movies, the next one he's going to make, then he would say, I wish um, I had made more movies as in I had made Ragnarok with Jane in it, or I had been able to play with that character more. I feel like Taika is not going to make many more Thor movies. I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, but moving on, I, I do think Jane is going to come back. How or why or when, I don't know. Um, but she's going to come back. Mm-hmm. 
So here's a biggie. What do, were your thoughts on our villain, Gore the God Butcher? Wow. He was Gore. terrifying. Okay. So actually, we missed like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Oh, Adia. <laughs> that makes well, me so sad for you. Adia, maybe no, I would too. be I would be angry. Maybe it wasn't the first 15. Maybe it wasn't. It may not have been 15. Like we got to the part. Well, let me recap we, you all and Adia. At the beginning of the film, Gore is stranded in the desert with his daughter. And then his daughter dies. So and then I remember this oasis appears that's like heaven. So Gore goes and crawls into it in the middle of the desert. And there's we saw his, that. And there's we his dad. That. I mean, not his dad. Not his dad. Another it's god. Not his dad. It's his god. It's Gore's god. And the god is a jerk. And from there, Gore um gets um then what was it called? The blade. Oh, yeah. the, it started with an N. What Adia, what was it called? No idea. Um, the blade. blade. <laughs> I cannot remember what the blade was called. Um, I, I can't either. Um, but he gets the blade. He does get the blade in that moment. Yes, he gets the blade, and he decides that all gods will die because my daughter died at the hands of this one god, and there's hundreds of them. Um, so if his daughter died at the hand of this one god, he decides he's going to kill all gods. So you did not miss the first 15 minutes. If you saw the part where he crawls into the jungle and see and is talking to his god, then you're you were like two minutes in. Um, and then the Marvel credits roll after that and the film starts. But gore was absolutely horrifying. The necro sword. Necro sword. Yes. Necro sword. Yeah. I was wondering. Okay, what I have a question for you. There are some rumors that the Necro Sword and they they the rumors that have actually the been Necro confirmed. Sword and the, no. the Necro Sword and the Ebony Blade are have something to do with each other. No, that, that's the theory, right? Sim, it's the what's it from Venom? The, the symbiote symbi- that the Nexus Blade is a symbiote. symbiote in itself. I've heard this in the comics. It is a symbiote. Okay, I'm calming down now. Do you think this has? And I know this is big, and but do you think this has absolutely anything to do with? the um first post-credit scene of eternals no it does not i don't think it has anything to do with it because that's a different blade this is my these are my thoughts on this i do not think this version in the necro sword is gonna have is gonna have much if it would 100 very much surprise me if it had anything to do with symbiotes um for those of you that don't know symbiotes are venom um and carnage things like that those are those are symbiotes um, they need a human host or an, like a living host to survive. That's what a symbiote is. So they're basically um, parasites. They're, yeah, they're 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 symbiotic. They're symbiotes. That's a literally a scientific word. And um, they're cr- fake creatures. But anyways, in um, I do not think the necro sword has anything to do with symbiotes. If it did, then I'd be very very much surprised. Um, because we never heard the necro sword whispering to Gore. Wait. Did we at the beginning of the movie? Was it? Oh yeah, he said it he was talking to him. It was talking to him, guys. Oh my gosh, that I actually think it might have something to do with symbiotes. Then, if it was talking to him, because he even described the sword as it was calling him. And there, yeah, are but many also, ways but here's another thing that might not be symbiotes because the, you know what this film also portrays that we've never really seen in Thor movies before. Mjolnir was calling to Jane. Oh, that's a good point. And like 
um, there was the running gag throughout the entire movie that Stormbreaker knew Thor was cheating on her. Yeah, that's <laughs> funny. Yeah. So I don't think, I still don't think, um, kind of anticlimactic, but I still don't think it has anything to do with symbiotes. Um, but at the beginning of, um, at the end of Postgrad Scene Eternals, for those of you that don't know, the voice in the back, it's Dane Whitman um, is his name. He dated um, Cersei in the Eternals and he goes and decides he's going to pick up the ebony blade and he in the comics becomes a character called the black knight the black knight carries the ebony blade which is one of the most powerful weapons in the marvel universe period um he's been a a villain and he's been an avenger so he's been all across the spectrum but anyways um we hear um mahershala ali i think is how you pronounce it as Blade in the background, Mahershala, not Mahershal, um, in the background of that scene. And he says, are you sure you're ready for that? And then it ends. So I think that's entirely self-contained thing. The goop coming off of that ebony blade sword was just magic. It was not um, a symbiote, I do not think. Mm, Okay. Because in the comics, um, canon, which they at least draw inspiration from, Ebony Blade had nothing to do with um, that. So I do not think it has anything to do with symbiotes. And we are very far off Thor Love and Thunder now. So, <laughs> but moving on, I thought Gore was absolutely horrifying. I thought Christian Bale was extraordinary in that role. One of my favorite villains, if not my favorite villain, out of um, MCU Phase 4. We're in Phase 4, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think it's Phase 4. Out of MCU Phase 4 so far, it has been probably the best villain, in my opinion. Um, But, oh my gosh, there are three really great villains, and they're from my three favorite films so far. But Shang-Chi's dad, Wu, Gore, and Wanda were all great villains. Um, yeah. Great redemption arcs. But it's, it's beside the point. I think Gore was great. But moving on, did, one second. Did you think Gore was terrifying? Oh, yeah. Yes, he kidnapped children. If you kidnap children, you're kind of, you're terrifying. (laughs) He kidnapped children with shadow beast monster ghosts. I'm sorry. Yeah, that was pretty. If I had watched that when I was little, I wouldn't have slept for three weeks. (laughs) Um, But I literally, I texted my mom in all caps because me and Adia's teacher, Gina Good, she told me that my brother and sister could watch this movie before I went to go see it. So I texted mom, who's under the impression that Jonah, Jane Jonah can go see it, and text her in all caps, don't take Jane Jonah. They will not sleep. <laughs> um, but moving on. Where do you think Valkyrie is going next? Is she going to remain king of Asgard, or is she going to pursue a life of adventure outside of New Asgard? Um, I think, okay, I think it would be pretty fast for her to not want to be king suddenly, like, because we've only seen her pretty much be king yes. in, like, two movies. I can see her in the next, in the so, next, her next appearance, though, being, like, like, still being king, but, like, you could see she's longing to not be king anymore. I don't think, I think she's just longing for her adventure again, and I yes. almost feel like. She's a Valkyrie. I feel like she, I feel like she is one step behind Thor. Like Thor, like he was like, I need to figure out exactly who I am. I think and she's, she's like, behind I him enough. Had enough adventures to be yeah. figuring it out yet. I so. think Thor is now going on to the next. Thor is now going on to the next phase of his life. 
which we don't know what that really is yet. Maybe it's being a father. And now Valkyrie is, since she's one step behind him, she's now in the phase, like, I need to figure out exactly who I am. And then, obviously, that Rhodes is going to I don't think Valkyrie has out. been on enough adventures and is in a place no. even near Thor. I think Valkyrie needs to go and be the awesome superhero that she is capable of with her with her amazing horse and then i kind of want that horse to belong to jane though but that's no 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 no. jane Jane needs a horse i want her to have a horse jane already has that scene on that horse it was awesome okay fine um but i definitely think valkyrie is going to go um pursue a life of adventure outside new asgard I don't think it's going to happen soon, though. I think she's going to need to reconcile that within herself, and it's not going to happen until she can at least tell her people that she's leaving. Um. Yeah, and she'd she'd have to find someone else to be king of Asgard, and Thor obviously gave up being king of Asgard. That's why I said she was like once a step behind him because Thor was like, "I'm ready to give this up to Valkyrie." Valkyrie's like, "I'm ready to take it." Then Valkyrie is like, "Then Thor's like, I need to figure out who I am." Now Valkyrie's like, "I need to figure out who I am," and so I don't. Valkyrie I don't isn't know, at but- that place though. That's like we're going in circles. Yeah. I don't think Valkyrie's at that place in her life yet. Maybe not. Maybe yeah. it's a further step behind. But even if she, was I don't think give Valkyrie gets to that place until after the next Secret Wars event. Yeah, if she was going to give up her her um, place though, I mean, if she was as king, she would have to find someone else to take that in. And I don't know. Maybe it's Lady Sith. You. Th- Oh, I would love it if Sif was just ruler over New Asgard. Yes. I mean, Sif hasn't Sif had deserves much. it. Sif has done her time. Sif. I, I have a question. I'm kind of confused by something. I vote so you for know Sif. How, you know how Thor told Sif that she has to die in battle to go you to thought, You thought about this too? And Jane went to Valhalla even though she didn't and die she in didn't battle? She didn't die in battle, yeah. I figured that out in my own head though, I think. I think if you're a, a Norse god, Norse gods automatically go to Valhalla. But if you die in battle, not if you're like if if you're like part of that like religion, I guess I don't know mm-hmm. how religion works in MCU. But I think if you're part of that religion, or if you're Asgardian at least, mm-hmm. um, I think oh, that rule only applies to normal Asgardians if they die in battle. But for the Asgardian gods, I think they automatically go to Valhalla. Yeah, because okay. Odin didn't die in battle. Yeah, and he went to Valhalla. Wait, does that technically mean what's her name? Uh, Hela went to Valhalla because Hela she died in Valhalla. Battle? Yeah. Huh? Hela? No, Hela might have gone to hell. Oh no! Remember she? Well, I mean, she is like Hades. No, but isn't Hades that how they died. killed her? They sent her back to hell, or did Cerberus, Cerberus, or whatever his name is, kill her? Uh. I can't remember. Sir, I'm going to call him Sir Berser, but that's probably not his name. Sir Tar or something like that. Sir Tar, yeah. Sir Tar, yeah, Sir Tar. I think she's in Valhalla then. No, but remember, okay, like if Hades died, he wouldn't go to Val. He wouldn't go to Hades. Valhalla. Yeah, I mean, if there's a Zeus, there's got to be a Hades. Yo, we haven't seen a Hades yet. I want to see a Hades in the MCU. But if there is a Hades, then Hades would not go to Valhalla because Hades is an Asgardian or in that Norse spectrum. Like the same as Wakandans will go to the ancestral plane. 
because that's their afterlife. Different sections well, of people in the MCU have different. What about afterlife. Zeus, though? Okay, so if Zeus, Zeus dies, where Zeus, does he? Well, where do we'll have to figure out where people go in Greek mythology when they die? Which I can't I don't remember think, what that is. I think it is Valhalla. I don't think um I don't it's think Valhalla, Valhalla is just in Greek a, mythology. Valhalla is think... just for Norse. It's not okay. in Greek mythology. You do not go to Valhalla. Okay. Well, I'm then not. the MCU is completely just destroying my brain because right. I'm like. But anyways, is there a chance for Thor and Jane to be together again, assuming she's coming back? If we're assuming she's going to come back, no hitches. I personally have little hope, and that makes me very me too. sad. That makes me I don't think that's going to happen. That'd be but so I hard. But I want it so bad, Adia. It'd be so hard. It so bad. <laughs> it would be so hard for Marvel to now explain to jane that the person who killed her the person who killed her who would have killed her if her cancer hadn't had killed her the person they were fighting's daughter is actually now thor's kind of niece because he's calling her uncle which would just completely break but it's not a real uncle it's really her dad it's just kind of uncle in like a loose term well i mean he's technically not her dad but he's he's more we're gonna talk about this later i have an entire section dedicated to this so we're not going to okay. talk about the fact that thor's a dad yet um but i think there's little hope for thor and jane to be together again this movie gave me more hope though um strangely so i hope so but even if it does happen it won't last long and you know why it won't last long because i Cheers. think thor's gonna die so i think they Thor's will be okay. together but so this, that, this is moving on to our next thing. Once again, assuming Jane is coming back, and in her we have a new Thor, is our original Chris Hemsworth Thor on the chopping block? I think yes. I okay. think Thor's going to die. Okay, well, here's the thing. So Thor actually has been in more movies than uh, – Chris Hemsworth has been in more Marvel movies than Robert Downey Jr. has. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. going to die. But – the thing is, is Thor's lifespan is different. If Thor, I think Thor will die in the MCU, and I don't like that, but he will. But so the, the way is, Asgardians, the, so let me explain this. The way Asgardian deaths work is that they are immortal unless caused harm from some other event. Physical so death. if they are untouched and unharmed, they can live thousands of years. Um, Like Odin was literally millions of years old. We don't even know. Odin's was at least millions of years old before he died. Um, like really old, like prehistorically old. Um, but Thor could theoretically live that long unless you can stab an Asgardian through the heart like they did. Um, what was his mother's name? Start with an F. Fa- 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 for, um, uh, that was through her side. And that yeah, was. They, um, they, you can die by stabbing. As stabs, Asgardian can die by stabbing. Um, mm-hmm. As Thor, we can see he was super sad when loki faked his death in um dark world um loki stabbed loki actually stabbed thor in the very first avengers yes but it didn't go it didn't go to the point of killing him it's some there has to be rules like when zeus was stabbed all the way through zeus didn't die as we see in the post-credit scene Mm -hmm. so there must be something to it um maybe it has something to do with how old you are like farah or what Thor's mom? I can't remember Frigga. what her name is. Frigga. She was much older than Thor is. So maybe it has something Today's to do with actually that. Frigga's day. But the whole idea Friday. is that 
unless harmed by external things, an Asgardian can live for thousands of years. But um, I think Thor is going to be killed very soon. By what? I don't know, but I think it's going to be by our next big Thanos level threat. I think so. And I also think that too. There has to be a big if if someone in the And MCU then I think that's that gonna dies, be partially why his adopted daughter wants to join the Young Avengers because her dad was killed and she wants to go get revenge. So that could be true, but I I also think that like if Thor dies, I don't yeah. if Thor dies, the only Avenger left will be um the only original six left will be Clint. Yeah. Well, is Bruce Banner still alive? Um, we just haven't seen him forever. Oh yes, well yeah, he's still alive because he me and she help. Yeah. Where did he go? Like, no, but happened? like, and he's also in Shang Chi. Yes, Bruce is alive. Um, but we will not see him again for a while. Yeah, um, it's gonna be a long time. But so that basically for now, kind of no, means... at least not until August when she Hulk drops, but. Oh yeah, she. Yeah. Um, but that so Thor, that would mean that would mean um, like you said, it has the events have to lead up. I think like if if Thor dies, if when Thor dies, when Thor dies, there the MCU will have to be so prepared. Like they will have to have an entire num- another like elite force so people can like almost quickly get over. But Thor's they're death. building one, so yeah. I know, I know the Young Avengers, but they're gonna but they're building two. They're building an adult one too. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're just gonna have to be super prepared and know what their next thing is instead of like at the end of Endgame us going, well now where do we go? They're gonna have to almost have it to where everyone knows where it's gonna be. And I pretty much think Thor's not gonna die before. Um, Thor's not gonna die Wars. until at least our next Thanos level threat is introduced, but he is yeah. gonna die, and that's. I don't, why I don't think he's think gonna. There's... I don't think he's going to die until Secret Wars, maybe. Hey, can people I, in Secret Wars die if, um, if everyone dead comes back? So people, I think, so in Secret Wars, the whole idea is that um, there's an incursion. So we hear that word in Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. And what that means in Marvel is that two multiversal worlds are colliding and they are destroying both each other in the process. Um. <clears throat> So what happens in um, Secret Wars is that there's an incursion, but Doctor Doom goes not um, a Doctor Doom. I can't remember. It might be Doctor Doom and um, a group of people called the Beyonders. Um, not people, but beings called the Beyonders. They go and they combine the two worlds, Earth six one six in the comic books and the Ultimate Universe. They're having the incursion and turn them into one big universe called Battle World. And what ends up happening is they're having these war- this these two groups, these two multiverses are having a war on this battle world. And then eventually they get to Doom and the Beyonders and um and everything is fixed and sent back to normal. So I don't think anybody does die during Secret Wars, but I think it could be possible. Um, but it'd be very easy to bring them back with some weird just retcon like when the multiverses separated, there was a rip in the time and the, the person came back. Um, it'd be easy to retcon them back in, but I think somebody could die. 
I can totally see a scene where like every other person, like every person on Earth, was like hugging their dead. Wait, does that mean all superheroes come back, or all dead people come back? I think it's all dead superheroes come back. I think it's all dead. Are we gonna get like it's all dead battlers that come back? Battlers, battlers is not a word. Um, yeah, it's all the dead battle people that come back. It's not all dead people. Period. Because then the world would be overrun. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay, so Thor is a dad. Let's talk about that. Yes. What are your thoughts? I think it's crazy. I think he has a lot on his hands right now. I I Um, think this entire experience is just going to be... um, it's gonna it's gonna send a ripple that will affect his life in a new way and the people around him in a new way. I mean, yeah, Gore's final wish was for like watch over my daughter, and Gore was like mm-hmm. so sincere. Do you think she's gonna go to um? Do you think she's gonna go to like Asgardian school now? Um, no, I don't think they're gonna go to New Asgard because like remember the whole thing where they're they're like flying through they're like flying through space and they're stopping on planets and saving people like he was with the guardians and mm-hmm. she's like i don't think i like flopjacks yeah i don't think Thor but did you know this guess what put his daughter in school do you, you want to hear something sure. the girl who plays i'll call her love for the um, purposes of this yeah <clears throat> but do you know that that's actually chris hemsworth's real daughter yes it is yeah. i do I thought that was so cool. It is cool because we know she's coming back. So she's like mm-hmm. a recurring character in the MCU now. So that's cool. Um, Chris is kind of famously known for bringing his family into MCU scenes. Like in the first Thor movie, um, Natalie Portman wasn't available for the, like the end, the last kiss. And so he had like a line of people that he got to choose which one he wanted to do the kiss scene with. And that's he chose weird. his wife. He chose his wife. That was oh. even the options, but yeah, he well, chose his wife. That makes sense. <laughs> you can yes. choose between these 15 women to kiss at the end of this movie. Yeah. Um, it's weird. Um, mm-hmm. So Thor's a dad, and I think that's awesome. I think that's going to be really, really cool for the future of the MCU. Um, And I mean, I don't even know. I think Thor is going to be a great dad, like Korg said. Um, mm-hmm. in but, the famous words of Korg but where do you think we see this little girl where do you think we see love again and um, I'll call her I love I wonder if she could die I wonder if she dies she's not That'd be funny. love is gonna go into Young Avengers I think there I don't know what character love plays in the comics I think she probably is a character but um, I mean a lot of the movie Taika said that they kind of made up so if, she, if we can't find a comic book on her, they might have made her up, which could have been cool. It'd be, yeah, it'd be cool if they made her up, but I definitely think she's not going to die anytime soon. We're oh, keeping yeah. love for a while. <laughs> but moving on, I think we see her again with some form of Young Avengers type of stuff, maybe. But Korg. Um, Do you think Korg's going to have a rock daughter who's going to be friends with Thor's daughter? This is what I'm going to say about Korg. And Adia, this is going to make you angry because of how much of a big Taika Waititi Thor fan you are. And Korg is a staple of that. But Korg, first of all, how does rock grow back? That's not how rock works. 
Well, rock doesn't talk either. Rock doesn't grow. It doesn't talk either, but here we are. I know, but it doesn't grow. And MCU normally has a little bit more logic than that. Or even okay. if it's made up logic, there's logic. Like gamma radiation yes. won't turn you into a hulking green monster, but at least they explained that it was gamma radiation that did it. At least they explained that it was that they aren't just like, he was in a test. He's a monster now. Like they explain. Um, I don't even know Korg's backstory. Well, Korg, he talks about it like me dad was something, something. And then he left me and me mom. And then I came here. Now I'm stuck here with Meek. He has claws for hens. That's something. His parents are dead or something. Um, uh, we, I forgot, he does not have a mom. He has two dads. But in Ragnarok, I'm pretty sure he says he has a mom. So that's a bit of a plot hole. Um, oh, he does. Because he said, I, I got my mom. He talks about how he got his mom to join the revolution. Uh, Yeah. So he has no mom. So that's a little bit of a plot hole there. Maybe um, he has one mom and two dads. <laughs> oh wow that's a thought um geez that the the love triangle of the korg family <laughs> um but, but to be honest i think he's been overdone and i kind of want to be done with him um are you serious he's literally been in one he's movie. literally and Two. he married a guy named Dwayne for a cheap joke I loved um, it. <laughs> it was a cheap joke, though. And it, there wasn't even a point. And, like, I don't know. I'm, it's, I think it's kind of cheap. Um, I mean, I think Korg's been overdone. And um, no. I think Korg served his purpose. And I think Korg should get mentioned again. Maybe have a cameo. Have a little rock daughter, a rock son. And that is... That's rock Korg. of life. No. Rock of life. He's coming back. Anyways, so post-credit scenes and mid-credit scenes. In our first mid-credit, in our first mid-credit scene, we see Zeus angry that superheroes have taken the places of gods as the protectors and pretty much prime rulers of over the world. So he sends his son Hercules to kill Thor to prove that the gods are still supreme. What are your thoughts on the fact that we're getting Hercules in the MCU? I think that's really, really cool. Okay, here's something I haven't told you that you may know or you may not know. So they are making a live action Hercules movie that has nothing to do with the MCU. Yes. But it is being directed by the Russo brothers. It is. You're right. Which is crazy because why would they make a live action? It's not at all related to the MCU, but I definitely think that is a call. That is a really funny coincidence. It is going to be a live action remake of the animated Disney film, though. So, yeah. But why would they do that if they're going to have Hercules come? This is going to be like you're going to have. But the Russo brothers are branching out and doing other stuff. I just think it's a funny coincidence. I I just think think it's it's weird that Marvel, I mean, not Marvel, I think it's where the Disney is having, um, is having like two Hercules movies, two movies about Hercules coming out like in the next couple years. Yeah, that's funny, though. I don't think Hercules is going to have his own movie, but I definitely think it's cool. Hercules is a superhero in the Marvel comics, but he looks completely different there. They completely changed his sort of art, his sort of style, um, which I'm totally fine with. But I just thought it was kind of funny. He's very like muscly and he has like a bushy beard in the comics and stuff. Yeah, Um, he doesn't really look like that here, but that's completely fine with me. 
change it up all you want. But I just thought that was kind of cool that they decided to do that. Um, in our post credit scene, we, we talk, talked about this earlier, but Jane, we see Jane entering Valhalla and she is greeted by Heimdall where he invites her to join the gods in their gods temple in Valhalla. But she is coming back, right? We've talked about this. You th- we th- both think she's coming back, right? Um, I, I don't, I think if they do bring her back, it's going to be for a very short little while and then she's going to get back to Valhalla. I don't think that. I think if we bring her back, we're bringing her back and she's coming back. And we're going to see her before Secret Wars. I don't think we're going to see her before Secret Wars, but whatever so We just kind of disagree on it, but Mighty Thor is 100% disagree. coming back because she is an awesome character. Like, I love, I loved Mighty Thor, and that was total. I did not think I was going to, but she was really hey, crazy awesome. Yeah. Let's talk about something that's a little, we're not going to go off topic with this, but let's just talk about something real quick that we, that's kind of important that I feel like no one's talked about. In, in Thor, Love, and Thunder? Let's yeah. do it. So... We see in the flick scene in Thor that he has tattoos on his back of Loki and rip Loki on his back. Oh, nobody ever Loki. looks at his other tattoos. We, I was thinking about that too. What do his other tattoos say? Um, I didn't really honestly look at them. They were mostly just Loki and then like little stuff that they probably didn't. I don't know. Maybe we could go back and look at that. But this, the um, the tattoos on his back show that. He 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 is definitely suffering a. We don't know when he got these. It could have been probably after Infinity War, but he is definitely like it showed in Endgame how he suffered a really big depression. He got from, those during the blip when he was depressed. One hundred percent. He got that. He got those, and well, we see him without his shirt on. In in uh, but we never see his back, do we? Yeah, we do. In, um, oh, so we he didn't get it during the blip. It, it didn't come during the blip. It, I'm thinking it probably happened after he went from dad bod to god bod again. Because but where um, in space do you get tattoos? I don't know, but it could have been with the Guardians because he kind of changed his entire look. He went to just like Drax knows this Guardian place style. on like the other side of the galaxy where you can get great tattoos. Like I, <laughs> I think he went. He went kind of like he went. He turned back into Thor, but he turned into Thor Guardian style instead of like the first thing we see him in his suit. We see a much more in a tree. We see a much more classic Thor in this movie than we have in previous uh, in yeah. Ragnarok. I um, mean, even in Endgame and in Infinity War. It's like a Zen Thor that's mixed with the Guardians of the Galaxy. We see so that I in the first part, happening. but then later in the movie, for the rest of the movie, we see what seems to be more or less. A Thor that is a great mix of the old Thor and new yeah. Thor from Ragnarok, Infinity War, and Endgame, and they're a great mesh. It's my favorite version of Thor. But how much of a um of a growth from how much of a growth do you think Thor has had from his first movie to now? Um. Um, he is. I'm so sorry. Yeah, he's had a tremendous growth. He is. He's completely different than he used to be. He started off this sort of pompous jerk, didn't really know how to talk like he was normal, just like another, like slammed his yeah. beer on the ground or coffee. It was coffee. Um, yeah, that was improv actually scared yeah. uh, whoever plays Darcy. Um, but yeah, like he's changed a whole lot. He's become a completely different character in terms of the fact he went from there 
to like pop culture, like sort of like I don't know how to break. He's like complete, almost like a human Thor, like completely in tune with what's going on on Earth. Knows how to talk all the stuff and do all the things uh, in Ragnarok, and then he goes to completely depressed in Endgame. And then we come back into Thor Love and Thunder, and he is a he's an amalgamation of all the different things he has been since his first movie. Mm-hmm. And I think his character arc has been one of the best throughout the MCU so far. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But thanks again for coming on the show, Adia. That's it for today's bonus episode. I hope you all enjoyed it. And as I said, thanks to you for coming on the show. Thank you um, for having me. And don't forget to rate and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Um, Thor Love and Thunder was a great movie. I definitely recommend you go see it in theaters whenever you have the chance. Or just wait till it comes out in Disney+. Plus. But I definitely think it's worth theaters. Um, I'll see you all next time to infinity and to beyond. <laughs>